Welcome to Effortless Manifesting with Candice Cherie. Here you will learn to transform your life, heal your past, and become the person who has it all. Effortless Manifesting is your one-stop shop for all things manifesting. Stick around and join us for laughs, love, and new beginnings. Welcome, everybody. We are back. George is drinking coffee. Oh, hi. <laughs> Nobody told me we were starting I know. this. We're starting. Hi, babe. We're here. Welcome. Hi. We're here. Welcome hi, everybody. To the show. Welcome. We are back. We have been gone for six months, y'all. But we have returned. Yes. A lot has now. happened in our lives in six months. I know. Oh, my goodness. So we got a new house, and it's pretty much our dream house, and it's amazing. You should see it. And we moved over Christmas. We moved. We're like, oh, should we get a new house? Okay, five minutes later, we had a new house. <laughs> In three weeks, the whole process went, ah, I don't want to renew the lease. You want to look for a house? Okay. First thing she opens up, okay, I like that one. Click, apply, got it. Yeah, it was crazy. In three weeks, like, everything happened. We moved. Like, I can't. It, yeah. it was amazing. And we moved, I think we moved in December 16th or something like that, right before Christmas. Yeah. No, it was in the. Tw it was twenty second, December twenty second, three days before Christmas. No, we moved in sooner than that. Swear to Bob. I promise we moved. Uh, in let's look that. at the thingy. Okay, I we'll promise. Look at the thingy. Look it up. <laughs> Pull out your phone. Look it up. This no, is a challenge. we really did. We started moving in a couple. He let us move in a couple weeks early. Anyway, who cares? We're in our new house, and <laughs> he's still thinking about it. We did. We did, honey. I promise. Yes, and uh, so we've just been unpacking, and un well, we unpacked pretty quick. Just like settling into our new place. And now we are back at our favorite podcast studio, everyone. So With all of you beauties. Yeah. And we're here <laughs> and we're ready to talk about new stuff. So what is the topic for the, the day? The topic. Young I don't wife. know why I'm holding my hands like this. <laughs> uh, how to manifest the healthiest boundaries. Okay. Boundaries are really important. They're so good. Just don't do what I didn't go off the deep end and love the boundaries so much that, like, you cut people off for sniffing wrong. <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I did that for a few weeks, and I was like, okay, I need to not be this extreme. <laughs> Ease up, go a little decaf maybe. A and little it started decaf. started helping me and, you know. You know, most people don't even think about boundaries. I don't know if I've heard any other creator talk about the importance of boundaries when you're manifesting. Mm -hmm. Because your internal code in general is going to reflect out in everything, right? So most people skip over the fact that we should have probably have firmer boundaries in our life and not let people walk all over us, yeah. especially in relationships, mm -hmm. right? And most of you, 99% of you watching this are trying to manifest love and you probably have really crappy boundaries with your partner or the person that you want. Most of us do, okay? So we're gonna break it down for you and help you so that you don't do that again. Gently. <laughs> Gently, we're not going to break, actually break you down. It, it is so interesting how much we do take that for granted, too. Like, just with with trying to set those boundaries with people, I know sometimes it could be so uncomfortable because we're thinking of, I don't want to lose this person in my life, or I don't want to upset somebody, or I don't want somebody thinking that I'm just being, you know, I'm just, you know, being too dramatic or whatever. And that's mm -hmm. not stuff that you want to hear from them anyways. If you got yeah. something that feels wrong inside, something needs a change. And that's what we're going to kind of lay into in a second here. Yeah. So let's get into it. Here are some of the things that you might be doing wrong. Okay. Uh, George, take it away. Okay. Well, the first thing is... <laughs> That's a good radio voice. <laughs> Let me try to belt that out here. Solving other people's problems as if we know what's best for everyone but ourselves. Ooh. Have Does you that sound that? like you? Yeah. I think uh, a lot of us have done that. Mm -hmm. And that's a form of codependency, trying to solve somebody's problem. Because you take their problem on as your own, right? You're like, oh, mm -hmm. I need to solve this because you're uncomfortable. 
you are uncomfortable, so you try to solve the problems. I've done that to him. 100%. They're going to say 100, 100 times. No, well, that's 100. hundred. No, but that used to be something that we both used to do to each other, mm-hmm. like a lot. We both used to try to solve each other's problems because we love each other so much and we want each other to be happy. I think it comes from a place of like, I just love you and I want you to be happy. But at the same time, it's not our responsibility to physically solve somebody's problem. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. I think I did that because that's what my parents did for me as a child. So mm-hmm. I figured, oh, I have a problem. I'll just let them notice it and let them handle it because they did. And so right. I knew I had to kind of learn to stop doing that when I got older and realized other people aren't going to do it for me. So. Yeah. And so it's uh, another thing we have here. It's easier to fix other people than ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, so we, we think. think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. You owe me so we, <laughs> do I owe you something? You owe me a kiss. Um, kiss. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. One more. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Love you. Uh, yeah, it is easier to fix other people than ourselves. A lot of times we're hyper-focused on changing the other person, changing our 3D, right? How many of you are focused on changing your 3D versus changing yourself? You're not actually working on self. You're focusing on, okay, what thing can I manipulate? What tool can I use? What affirmation can I do? Can I say... Because I need to change my outside world versus what do I need to do to heal my trauma? What do I need to do to not have these limiting beliefs anymore, not have these triggers, Mm -hmm. not have these terrible assumptions in my life, right? So we're not directing it at self. We need to direct it. We need to direct it at self, but we're not. More of our, yeah, exactly. More of ourself than outside of us. Every time we change something outside of us, it's, a, it's just a Band-Aid. Yeah. It's going to eventually go back and you're going to be spending your entire life in the outside because there's infinite things to change. When we just focus on ourselves, there's just one thing. When this changes, it does change everything else around us because of how we take things and what becomes now newly important to us. Whereas before, other stuff that was kind of holding us down was what we thought was important, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now when we kind of reestablish the things that are, are new, then you know we see the changes. And it's constant and regular, not something you have to constantly think about upkeeping. So if that makes sense. No, it does. And <clears throat> if you know we're focused on the wrong things all the time, it's going to veer us off track of really what is your path? What is your journey in life? Is your journey to just manipulate your world? or to become the best version of yourself. Right. We really want to focus on being the best version of ourselves, of having all of our desires and all of our needs met, but we can't have our desires and our needs met if we're constantly focused outside of ourselves. You know. She speaks the truth, guys. So we think unconsciously if we can experiment on others to see what worked for them, it, if it does, then I'll try it on myself. Sometimes people do that. Yes, 100%. I need to make sure this works before I test it on myself, right? <laughs> I'm not going to waste it on me. I'm not going to guinea pig my own self. I'm going to just keep trying stuff outside here where it's low risk, thinking it's low risk. Yeah. And whatever takes, takes, and whatever doesn't, doesn't. The problem with that is what works for one, will it work for you? Probably not. So what you're experience, experimenting on other people and waiting, you know, you know, in that regard, it's like, it might have worked or not worked for that person, but the same thing isn't going to work for yourself. So does that, you, you see what I'm kind of saying with that? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really, once again, taking everything outside of you. Mm-hmm. You're not focusing on you. You are putting your attention on your partner, mm-hmm. on your family, on whoever you're trying to change. 
and you're not saying, what do I need to change? Who am I? What are my boundaries internally, right? Like what's going on there? It's really important to look at self. And I'm going to tell you that a hundred times in this episode. Okay. So get used to hearing that. Be a scary person yeah. to look at when you're first starting, <laughs> by the way, but it's very rewarding. Yeah, no, it really is. And taking on others' emotions when we don't know how to shield ourselves, I think people who are very uh, sensitive to their environment, it's easy to take on others' emotions. I know for me, it's very easy to take on others' emotions. I'm very, Same. very sensitive. And so is he. And so we tend to sometimes take on each other and we're like, oh, no, I, I got a shield. I got a shield so that I'm not taking his bad day as my own bad day. Two empaths in one house. Right. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. So it can be difficult for us because we yeah. just we love each other so much and we're so deeply connected that when he's feeling bad, I can't help but be like, oh, but then I know I have to not take whatever he's feeling, make it my own and let it veer me off my own path for the day. You're such a hottie. <laughs> Whoa. Thank you. You're Just, sweet. you know. Okay. <laughs> thank oh, yeah. you. We're, <laughs> we're still going. We're still going. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Got a little lost <laughs> Um Okay, so it's making me a little where, where, where was she? Where was she? Where was she? Uh, yeah, so you want to affirm, like, this is not my responsibility, yes. right? This is not my responsibility to change how he feels in the moment. Now, right. one of the things I do, if he's struggling, if he's having a bad day, I will emotionally affirm for him. I will visualize for him. I will take him before my mind's eye, and I will see him as his best self. I will make sure that I can see George as the happiest, healthiest, most vibrant version of himself. But there's no physical action happening. I'm not saying, oh, honey, this, that, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm not trying to micromanage his process, but I am animating that within myself to see him as his best. And I highly recommend you do that with people because you have that ability to change how your reality shows up, how others show up in your reality. That is your gift as creating your reality. You get to do that. Mm -hmm. So I do that often for him. I'll even do it for my children and other people that I know, friends and, and family, because I want everyone to have the best reality, right? But I'm not going to physically, tangibly try to get involved because that will be distracting for their own process. Right. right? And it's not like it's magic, guys. It's when I assume things differently of my wife, Candace, here, it's like, I look at things in a way of, okay, I could be irritated, I could be, you know, upset about this situation, whatever, you know, if we have an argument or something like that. Or I can say, Candace loves me, she genuinely loves me, she wants what's best for me, she's looking after me, she's trying to protect me. All these things where it puts like a sense of like appreciation and love back into my heart instead of resentment or, or, or argument sometimes. Yeah. From there, my approach will be different with Candace. It will be more of something loving, not approaching with resentment. So my tone of voice changes, the words I use with her change, which changes her tone of voice and changes her verbiage back at me. And now we're reciprocating exactly what we desired, mm -hmm. not what we were traumatically looking for unconsciously. Yeah. You see? It so. is true. It is true. Like if he can take on a different version of himself for me, yeah. it softens me immediately. And if I can take on a different version of myself for him, it softens him immediately. 
And there are versions of me that do not soften canvas very well. So <laughs> I need to true. I need to be conscious. There's versions of that. where I'm like, get out of my face right That's now. Exactly. I don't Come back see you. to me in three weeks. I need some recoup. <laughs> right. And the like the point about that is like it's okay to ask for space. It's okay to take space. It's okay to say, Yeah. Mm, this isn't working for me. I'm gonna go in the other room. <laughs> Whether or not you feel guilty or shame. Yeah. Do it. The only reason you feel that is because trauma is speaking to you saying, preserve what you're about to set. You don't want to lose people. You don't want to upset anybody. You don't want anyone thinking poorly or negatively about you, do you? But who cares? You first, then everyone else. Asking for space is so important. Taking the space, even if they don't approve of it, take the space. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times you're going to react differently when you take five minutes to finish the conversation. Exactly. Even if it's like a, a boss or a friend and you want to react, you want to be like foaming at the mouth, you know, <laughs> uh, but you need to say, I'm going to step back. I'm going to go reimagine this situation. I'm going to reimagine how I see this person in my reality. And Dr. Joseph Murphy, one of our, our favorite, oh, uh, one of our favorite authors, he talks about this a lot and how to change people in your reality. And he says, one of the things that you can say, and I love this phrase, is God did not make a man like that. God's eternal love and unconditional love is now expressed through that person completely. So you're basically rejecting that version of them that's not acting out of, like, God's love, right? God's love is pure. God is love. God is all everything. So if people in your life are overreacting, they're being emotionally challenging for you, they're saying mean things, whatever. God didn't make a man like that. God's love now animates fully through that person. God's peace is now flowing through that person. And that softens you too, because you're taking out judgment and you're like, wait, no, that, that person doesn't exist like that. It's almost like instant revision. That person does not exist like that. Now I'm seeing them from God's love. I'm Mm -hmm. seeing the God self in them. Right. And I do that with George. I do that with people in my life. Well, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And, you know, if he's struggling, like I'll say that phrase because I want God's love to pour through him. If God's love is pouring through him, he's not stressed. He's not overreacting. He's not worried. He's feeling his best. Right. And I do it for myself, too. I'm like, God did not make a woman like this. (laughs) God's love is not flowing through me. (laughs) That's what what he made. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Did I say she? No, he made a woman. Yeah. But I'll say that to myself. I'll say, like, this is not the version of me that I want. This is not. God did not make me like this. God made me pure. God made me whole. God made me loved. God made me feel confident and beautiful and loving and peaceful and, like, all the things. Nothing's an accident. It's all made intentionally. Yeah. So I... I fully see myself that way as well. And it's really important to see yourself, to see others, and your whole universe as the best version of of them. Uh, But obviously, having boundaries in the 3D is important as well, Mm -hmm. like what we're talking about. Having those 3D boundaries and saying, I need space. Mm -hmm. I need to... this isn't going to work for me. I need space. You can't talk to me like that. Yeah. I I don't accept this kind of language. I don't... whatever. And you go into the silence and you change it. As Neville Goddard says, go into the silence, pray in your mind, asking yourself to see it differently, asking God to show you this differently and to release any harsh judgments that you have on the person because your assumptions about your person and the people in your life are what reflect 
okay? Our own internal boundaries, our own internal code is what we see. If I have negative assumptions about people, I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. If I have an assumption that people always cross my boundaries, even if it's unconscious because I was never treated properly as a child, I'm going to see that. Right. And I don't want to see that anymore, right? I want to see people treating me with respect. I want to see them loving me and being kind to me and being gentle with me. And they will if it, I change. It is, it is so true what you're saying about what it is we focus on, we see, because everything simultaneously kind of exists at the same time. Love and hate exist at the same time kind of in a way. When we focus on the hate, then that's all we're going to see. But love is still right around that corner. And we just have to come to terms with the fact that everything is already in existence. Everything's done and everything's created. Yep. So let's begin to pull in the things we do desire in our core belief by understanding what your core beliefs are to begin with. Know them attract them, don't chase them, right? We talk about yeah. don't chase, yeah. we talk about don't attracting, <laughs> and become them so that way you start seeing on the outside what is going on and what changes are occurring in your 3D. Yeah, So I love that. And you know, to bring it all home for you, what are your assumptions? What are your assumptions about your, par your person? What are your assumptions about the people in your life? What are your assumptions about yourself? Are you focusing on healing your trauma? Okay, I'm always gonna tell you, you need to heal your trauma. Okay. And trauma is not always, oh, you need to say something. Oh, no. You know what? You just said something that kind of inspired me and I... Say it. Okay. So hold on. <laughs> or he'll forget. What was, it? what was it? What was it? What was it? Okay. Just go and I'll think of it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so what, I always do. What helps is go like this, look at the camera and uh, then left and right, left and right, left and right. It, it's I, I, I assume that I remember. I it's assume I did not forget. Okay, is, so basically working? what I'm saying no. is, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. What I'm saying is that your boundaries, like in, in healing your trauma, that's what I'm saying, healing your trauma. When you are really truly focusing on the trauma that happened or the limiting beliefs, maybe you didn't have a ton of trauma, maybe you weren't like abused or something like that, but you had parents that were hyper strict and that caused you to be an overachiever. If you get it, you can just interrupt me. I am going to write it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember. He always does it's that. Like, it's like coming back, but only like 40% of it okay. is there. Okay. Just plug okay. your ears so you don't hear me. Okay. So you're, you might have had you know, parents that caused you to be an overachiever and that you never felt good enough. That's a form of trauma. Trauma is anything that takes you outside of your best self. Anything that triggers you is trauma. All right? So it is imperative that you repair these little cracks in the DNA, mm -hmm. if you want to call it, that we heal these things within ourselves. We change our assumptions. We heal these limiting beliefs and our self-concept so that you can operate from a healthy self-concept, a self-concept that says, people always treat me with respect. I fully love and accept myself. I think I'm amazing. I think I'm talented. I think I'm attractive. I love everything about my body, whatever it is. When you are operating from this deep, core-rooted self-love, people will never disrespect you. Mm -hmm. People will not cross your boundaries. And if they do, it's going to be for two seconds, and you're going to be like, whoop, that's not how it is. I'm out of coffee. Reject already? Reject. <laughs> Quit interrupting me. Sorry. <laughs> reject. Go. Reject George's interruptions. Yes, reject those, please, <laughs> because there's a lot of them, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, Bill, you gave me decaf. I know. 
our studio executive gave gave George decaf. Just kidding. Usually it like calms me down no. and I get all coffeeed up. So, okay, do you remember what you were going to say? Yes, I do. Right, I just wanted it. to add kind of like Go one ahead. thing to the assumption thing. <laughs> and I know I do this, and this is the reason I kind of do it. It's just simply easier to blame the outside than to change what's within mm. us. And that's kind of what I was, was talking about. The mind automatically goes towards what are the problems that are outside here so I could recognize these and label them as the issues. Mm -hmm. This person does this, 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 and makes me feel that way. No, they do not. They might stimulate a trigger within from an old trauma, but once again, everything can be tied back to what didn't you heal yet? What didn't you look inward with yet? When you're triggered by your partner or your relationship or your friendship or whoever it is, it's because something hasn't been resolved within and it won't be resolved within until you do the work. So stop chasing the outside. When we go within, we can change what is kind of happening outside here for a permanent, mm -hmm. on a permanent basis. And that's, again, the mind's natural reaction is to reduce a symptom, right? I want to get rid of the symptom. I want to get rid of the symptom. So you go to the doctor and you get your pain medication or whatever it is, get rid of the symptom. <laughs> All of a sudden the problem is gone. No, it ain't. It's brewing and it's getting worse actually. And that's why we get, you know, we stumble upon those, those little roadblocks in life because it is getting worse by trying to change what's outside of us versus going in and changing that and removing the root, not just the symptom. Yeah, absolutely. So, I appreciate your yeah. beautiful insight. Thank you, George. That's what I love I'm it. Say. So uh, <clears throat> back to it. You got to heal your trauma, and if you are ready to finally heal your trauma, and this is specifically for the ladies, okay? Because uh, we're coming out with a men's version of this, but if you're ready to heal your trauma, you're ready to finally have that internal self-love and external love. Send me a DM. Send us a DM on Instagram. Okay, we're going to give you access to our course that talks all about healing your trauma and also how to work with us, how to be in our in the goddess program with us. But do message okay? her because I'm not good about getting back to people no. as much as she is. She's a rock star. Well, on, on the Effortless <laughs> Manifesting yeah. Instagram. Okay, and if you don't have Instagram, that's okay. You can send a, an email to assistant, like my assistant, at effortlessmanifesting.com. So send us an, an email or send a DM. If you're like, I'm tired of feeling like this, I'm ready to level up, we'll give you access to this course. It's free to watch. And also it explains how to work with us, how to be a part of our world and change your life, transform your life, be part of a community of women that will completely blow your mind. Okay. Uh, also, if you're watching this and you're like, oh, I want to do that, but I really just want to start here and get one of her products, no problem. Uh, we have like 19 guided meditations and uh, different workbooks and such. You can use the code MANIFESTLOVE to save $10 on any of our products right now. The code will end shortly, so make sure that you go and you use the code while it's still active and available. And uh, follow us on every other platform. Everything's linked in the in this uh, wherever you're listening to the to this podcast or watching this on YouTube. Hopefully, you're watching us on YouTube. If Hopefully. you're just listening to us, please go watch us on YouTube because guess what? We're pretty faces. It's fun to watch. I think it's fun <laughs> to watch a podcast versus just listen to it if there's an option to do that. So come on over, watch us be really silly. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we will see you very soon. We love y'all. Bye. construction worker puts a pen in his... A lot of them, but they put pencils. They put wood oh, pencils. Oh, that's true. Okay, sorry. <laughs> We're thinking about construction workers, babe. Oh.
See, these are the things that need to be caught on the podcast. <laughs> are you? I am recording. Oh, oh okay. cool. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Use that, please. <laughs>